You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 277, Teen Talk, Balancing Family and Freedom. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. I hope those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving had a great holiday with minimal drama. For those of you who are thinking, I wish, I hope to see you at my free workshop called How to Get Through the Holidays Without Yelling at Your Kids the day after this podcast comes out. Wednesday, November 29th. In this workshop, you're going to learn how to masterfully manage your expectations to avoid feeling let down or frustrated, which might otherwise lead to yelling. My three-step boundary setting formula that works with kids, spouses, and others to empower you to spend your time intentionally without the burden of guilt and how to let go of the urge to control others' experiences and feelings enabling you to fully enjoy yourself and your family during the holidays. To sign up, head to today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 277 and click on the workshop link. I also want to share a sweet DM I received on Instagram from a listener. It totally made my week. She wrote, I have listened to you for a couple of years now, but I just need to let you know how much I appreciate you. I was able to listen to two hours worth of your podcasts on the drive home from our little vacation today and just felt so encouraged. Thank you. Happy holidays. It's random messages like this that honestly keep me going when things feel hard. And I wonder if anyone is listening when there are so many other podcasts and parenting coaches out there vying for your attention. So thank you from the bottom of my heart to that listener for the message. You may remember a few weeks ago that I reached out to my email subscribers and asked them what parenting topics or questions they'd like me to cover in upcoming shows. Episode 275 was a response to several people who wanted support navigating differences with their partners. And today's episode was inspired by a mom who wrote, my current struggle is navigating the changes in family dynamics when my older child is becoming a teenager. Finding a balance between family time and their desire for a social life, adapting family rules, boundaries, and consequences with their desire for independence. Do I insist on family time, meals together, games, etc., even when she's grumpy? How much do I allow because of hormones, the teenage brain, etc.? Thank you for this community. Okay, first of all, thank you for asking this. I know a lot of parents have similar questions and will really benefit from you simply taking the time to ask. As I'm sure you already know, the main developmental tasks of kids between the ages of 12 and 19 are to create their own personal identities and establish independence from their families. So it's very normal for teens to withdraw, think that their parents are too restrictive, and appear moody, self-centered, and stubborn. Nothing has gone wrong. Now, of course, you can have boundaries around how they treat you and speak to you, but you don't need to feel angry or hurt or take any of their behavior personally. Check out episode 28, Stop Taking Things Personally, for more on that topic. Before I go any further, 
I'd like to invite you to think back to when you were a teenager. This might not be an invitation you want to accept, but humor me for just a moment as I ask you some questions. You may want to pause the recording after each question to think about your answers. When you were a teenager, what were your interests and hobbies? How did you handle challenges and stress? Who were your role models and why did you look up to them? What kind of relationship did you have with your parents? How did you juggle school, social life, and family commitments? What were your aspirations and dreams? And what kind of support or guidance did you wish your parents gave you in pursuing those dreams? How did you communicate with your friends and parents? Did you feel understood and supported by your parents? Why or why not? What kind of independence did you crave and how did your parents handle it? What challenges did you face in building your identity during adolescence? And how did you handle peer pressure and make decisions during that time? My hope is that you'll use your answers to these questions as a way to deepen your connection with your teen by showing more empathy and understanding, sharing your experiences when appropriate, giving more support and guidance, and offering more freedom and responsibility. Now, back to your question about whether you should insist on her joining family activities. You ask the question as though there's a right answer. But as with most everything related to parenting, only you can decide what the right answer is for you. Ah, Pam, how do I figure that out, you ask. Don't worry, Mama, that's what we're going to talk about next. So if you've been following me for a while, you probably know about the self-coaching model I introduced way back in episode six. It's a tool that helps us become more aware of our thoughts, feelings, and actions, and the results we create in our lives because of them. Insisting is an action that's driven by an emotion, which is caused by a thought. When your teen would rather spend time with friends or is in a grumpy mood, what thought and emotion drive your action of insisting on her spending time with the family? For example, maybe you're worried that your extended family will be disappointed if she goes out with friends instead of spending time with them. Maybe you're afraid that if she misses game night, She'll never want to play games with the family again. You think that if you insist on how she spends her time, you'll be able to control those outcomes. But that's not the case. Your extended family would probably still be disappointed if she was physically there, but grumpy about it. And she'd be less likely to want to play games with the family when forced into it. The reason you want her to spend time with the family is because of what you believe you'll think and feel when she does. You might believe you'll think, it's so nice when we're all together, causing you to feel at peace. Or you believe you'll think, we're such a close family, causing you to feel connected. Well, guess what? You can choose to think and feel those things even when she doesn't join the family activities. Whenever you rely on your teen, or anyone else for that matter, to provide your feelings, You'll try to control them and insist they do things a certain way, which may get you compliance in the short term, but at a cost to your relationship in the long term. 
My suggestion is to take responsibility for your feelings and be intentional about when, how often, and why you insist on her presence at family gatherings. When you let go of trying to control every aspect of her time, the instances when you do insist she's there will hold more weight and it'll be more likely that she'll be agreeable. You mentioned hormonal changes and the teenage brain. And my guess is that you're wondering how much independence is appropriate given that the teenage brain, particularly the prefrontal cortex responsible for decision-making and impulse control, is still undergoing significant development. While again, there's no one right answer, you might start by opening up a discussion about her desire for independence and any concerns that you have. You can gradually increase her independence and help her understand that more freedom comes with responsibilities like keeping her grades up, doing chores, and treating others with respect. Instead of immediately shutting down her plans or ideas, stay open and curious and guide her in making decisions by asking questions. Even let her make some decisions that you know won't turn out great because she'll learn more from those experiences than from you just telling her it's a bad idea or saying, I told you so, afterwards. Be open to re-evaluating and adjusting your rules as she demonstrates increased responsibility and maturity. Finding the right balance is an ongoing process. As teens gain more independence, it's so natural to feel a sense of loss, a loss of control, a loss of connection, a loss of significance. But there's a Buddhist proverb that says, in each loss, there is a gain. As in every gain, there is a loss. And with each ending comes a new beginning. You can embrace the shift from caretaker to more of a mentor as your child matures, and you can create new opportunities for connection while respecting her independence. I have several episodes about staying connected to your kids, which I'll link to in today's show notes. It's okay to feel a mix of emotions now and stumble while figuring out the best balance of holding on and letting go. Remember to give yourself grace and seek support when you need it. Just like with every stage of parenting, the teen years are an opportunity for your personal growth, another step in becoming the mom you aspire to be. If you have a topic or question you'd like me to cover in an upcoming episode, please email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com or DM me on Instagram at lessdramamama. That's it for today. I hope to see you at tomorrow's workshop. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.